Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Flash on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Flash on Target. We are your hosts. That's right. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. We are talking about the Flash uh, all star team up. Dude, it's it's a it's a week of the Adam is is what this week feels like because he was on the Arrow episode as well and uh, and was featured very very heavily on that episode and now yes. he's in this one so it it's, is and he he's like totally it, getting it it's fun yeah. man it's it's a lot of fun a lot a lot of fun yeah dude um I will say like I I don't know how like where does this fit in the timeline of Arrow like I just don't know where oh, I don't this know where before, this was yeah this is before this week's episode. Um, because they reference it in in Arrow, like she said something like, you know, Barry has a lot on his pro- on his plate. They reference the metahumans, and this and uh, um, Ray already knows what that is, and then um, she references Barry and uh, that that he has a lot on his plate with uh, Harrison, and so uh, this is before um, before this week's Arrow. But see, like what was interesting about this episode. Uh, and, I, and the thing that confused me was because at the at not this this week's episode of Arrow, but the one before that, um, he, he told Felicity that he loved her and she didn't reply back. But it seemed like that wasn't being dealt with at all while they were in yeah, Central City. I mean, and I, so, I, like, I just don't know. Did it happen before that? Maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it happened, you know, before. Or after that other episode, like, yeah. um, I think, yeah, I think it may have happened a little bit before that, you know. But you know, he's, yeah, he, because he had his super suit working, you know, like at some point he had a super suit working, you know, where he's scanning Oliver's face, trying to figure out who he is and all that kind of stuff. And so, right. I, I think I feel like that's probably after this episode. You think? I mean, or, it would have to be. Oh no, no, no! But like, Felicity really was surprised. Wasn't Felicity surprised at that point? Uh, whenever he scans his face, because there was an episode where he scans the face, and then there was an episode where he hunts down uh, Arrow, but just, Felicity was, like, surprised that he got the suit working at that point. So, like, I thought it would have to be after that. I don't know. I just know that, like, there's a, that, like the from the relationship standpoint, it would have had to happen before he said, I love you to Felicity, and it would have had to happen um, sometime after uh, that first initial time whenever he got the suit working, and she was like, you got the suit working? That right because they had that conversation. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, man. It, it, so yeah, that's. I mean, it, it answers the question that it didn't happen before this week's Arrow episode. So, right, right. I liked it. I liked. I liked the relationship on this one. It was really fun to see both of them together, and then to see how like they reacted to uh, to all of the people in uh, Central City. Because we've said before that Felicity's character feels at home in the bright and happy uh, Central City, you know? Yeah, I mean, and, and she even, you know, I think she referenced it several times. That's what was really cool. Like she said, you know, uh, Central, everybody here is so gloomy. I thought I left the doom and gloom back home, but everybody here is, you know, supposed to be happy yeah, she, like this. is. This yeah, is she, to says, the, the, she says, why is everybody in a bad mood? She says, I thought this was supposed to be the fun city. Yeah, exactly, and so and that's what it feels like a lot of the times. But um, yeah, it was interesting that, that that they call that out, and uh, and I mean Felicity, 
on on the arrow anymore hasn't really been like she used to be like kind of a, a stand in for the audience and she would say what right. the audience is thinking. She doesn't really do that much anymore. No, but she, but she does whenever she's on the Flash, which is really cool. So yeah. Uh, you know, like I, I like seeing her and Ray in that dynamic. I like kind of seeing introducing some new, um, some fresh faces into, um, into the Flash, uh, character base, and uh, it, it's re- it's really really cool kind of seeing them interact in that world. For sure, dude. For sure. Um, it was also uh, it was also fun for because we've been dealing with this whole situation where Barry doesn't trust uh, Harrison, and now it was introduced this episode that he shouldn't trust uh, Caitlin Snow or Cisco, and Not like, that, well, he doesn't think that he should, um, but I think I mean by, by the end they end up you know like oh, deciding. Of yes, this is the correct thing. Like I forget what Felicity told him, but that he that they're they're good. They're good people. Like he can trust them. He just he's right. choosing not to, and by not trusting them, he's doing both himself and them a disservice. Basically, right, right. And it's like it was it was nice to see them bring a character in um, from a completely other show that can speak to that and can um, ha- have a pivotal like linchpin in the plot uh, kind of role in this, in this world. Like that's so interesting to me. The fact that like, they're like, okay, so we know that we want these characters to cross over, but we want them to do de- like have a, uh, a pivotal role with this plot. And so then they gave her that. And that's really interesting. Um, I liked the way that they, they handled that. I thought it was handled uh, pretty, pretty cleanly and handled with, with a lot of care. So that was nice. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so it was cool. Like and basically Cisco helps uh, Ray get his suit working. He uses it to help defeat, um, the, defeat the, uh, the villain in the end. I forget what they end up calling her. Um, but it was, it was cool, you know, to have, uh, um, uh, to have her, I mean, what is the actress's name? I had it pulled up here. I do not remember, dude. Um, uh, Emily Kinney. She's on the walking dead. And, uh, and so it was, it was cool to have her, um, have her in this role. Yeah, I, I really liked the 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 villain. I really liked the idea of these like uh, robots and you know well, these it's robot because bees. It's, it's not a metahuman. You know, she's not a metahuman. She's like just this like super inventor that they're facing off against. And I love you know the how they kind of like pitted her against Felicity. Where yeah, like, the she whole said, she says what is the line here? I have it written down. She says she's good, and she goes she's like my nemesis. I've never had a nemesis before. I kind of like it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and that was that was awesome, and I, like that's what I love about the Flash, and that's what I love about um, about bringing Felicity over into this this world is because it allows her to be like cheesy and corny, and it fits right in, you know, and it, it's right. It's, uh, it's really really cool, a lot of fun. It reminds me of the Felicity uh, from season one, and uh, and I guess most of season two of Arrow. Like it just reminds me of that kind of uh, bright and bubbly and 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 uh, fun character. So yeah, 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 for sure. Um, there was something I did want to mention about, uh, okay. So Iris, speaking of things that are, that are being mishandled, the characters are mishandling Iris and her not telling her. I love that that is brought up and is brought even more into the light here. Uh, whenever Eddie is having such a hard time, like, first of all, the opening sequence of this thing where Eddie and Joe are rolling around town and the flash is just like dumping people into their back seat. Like yeah, that dude, was, th- that was the best. Oh my gosh, it was hilarious. I loved it. And seeing Eddie's reaction where he's like, well, what does he mean? And then just, you know, a, a split second later, he's like, oh, I guess that's what he means. Like, that was yes. just so good. So good. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. 
but seeing like Eddie and uh, and that he brought to light the idea of like, this is getting worse and worse with Iris. Like it doesn't matter as much to the two people who aren't living with her and who aren't trying to, you know, uh, have a healthy, um, loving relationship like uh, on, on, uh, on a, like a, a boyfriend girlfriend level with her. Uh, but it is affecting Eddie pretty heavily. Like it's affecting his relationship with her and it's, it's the stakes are real for, for him. Well, yeah, I think that's interesting. You know, like, whereas, you know, yeah, anybody, the theme in both Arrow and Flash is that, like, whenever you're keeping secrets from someone, like, that's going to reflect your relationship in a negative way. And we've already seen how keeping that secret from her has affected her relationship with Barry. Now we're seeing it affect her relationship with Eddie. And, you know, we've always kind of posited that somehow in the future, like, Eddie and Barry will not get along. And right. while right now they do, and they're working closer together than they ever have, like there is this like discontent breeding within Eddie that, you know, he can't tell, uh, um, Iris, which I still agree. I mean, I agree. No, with I totally agree thing. with that. It's like, yeah, she like, needs to know. Yeah, it's so stupid. And it's such a stupid thing like that. You know, all the, all the main characters, you know, like, uh, even Felicity, you know, is like, well, you have to protect her. And it's just like, uh, yeah. would you have said the same about, about Oliver whenever he was keeping secrets from you. No, that, that no. That's, not, that's not consistent at all. And, and, it's, uh, and it's not realistic. Like, whenever it comes down to, like, okay, so there's this moment where... Uh where I guess it was Joe and and Eddie are having this conversation arguing about whether or not to tell her and arguing about who has the authority to decide whether she deserves to know or not. Right, and it's just right. this weird, like, and you just want to, like, take the characters and shake them and be like, you guys are not in control of her life. Tell <laughs> yeah. her, you know? It's like, let yeah. her decide uh, whether or not she, because it's like she's in danger whether or not she knows her or or not, you know, it's like, right. <laughs> you can't, you can't protect her by lying to her. Yeah. For real. You know, and it just kind of sucks that they're, that they're in that, in that position right now. And like I said, I think it, it's, uh, it's kind of like breeding grounds for Eddie. Like, you know, basically now that he has the secret that, that they've told him, it's kind of unfair now because now it's, it's kind of destroying his life, you know, for he, sure. He was happy before, and and you know, like I think they were on a good in a good spot. He and Iris were, especially after like they they explained away Barry's actions a couple episodes ago with what was it like you know lightning lightning uh, <laughs> lightning sickness yeah lightning sickness or lightning amnesia basically you know and yeah. like you know but but now it's just like well it's all screwed up again and like I'd be yeah. I'd be, I'd be ticked off, dude. Well, and it's like you think about, okay, you think about like Barry and the fact that, okay, so he had like, he, he is in love with Iris and, and now does, he's yeah, getting, does he care? Yeah, exactly. And at some point he was like, he was not getting what he wanted with Iris. Like he wanted uh, her to leave Eddie and to, to be with him. And right. now he's getting that. And yeah. so in some weird twisted way by basically hurting Eddie, he's helping himself. And it's like, yeah, this well, is just, you know, she's, she's back at home with him, you know, like yeah. so he's going to see her every day, you know, like, and yeah, like, is he going to come around and realize, you know what, like, this is the wrong thing. Is that, is that what the catalyst is for like telling right. Iris? 
Right. Well, again, like we said, like Eddie is the only voice of reason uh, whenever it comes to Iris and, and whether or not she should know and, and her life, you know, whenever it's coming to this, it's I feel like the only person who has her best interest in heart really like truly is Eddie because he wants to tell her, you know, and right. while he has his own reasons because it's going to help their relationship or whatever, it's like, you know, he kind of is saying she needs to know, you know, right. and, and there's the quote where he says he says something about like he. Like Barry tells him, oh, Felicity knows. And he goes, so wow, everyone knows except for Iris. It's right. like, I thought he was going to say, so everyone knew except for me, but it's like he, he finished, everyone knows except for Iris. And so like, even in that situation, he didn't personally feel hurt by the fact that Felicity, some, you know, person from outside of town who hasn't been interacting with these people for very long knows he's saying, you know, thinking of Iris first, like that's the very right. first thing that comes to mind is like the Iris, you know, so it's like, he truly does care about her. He truly does love her. And this, but this idea of like, um, basically her father possessing the, uh, the capability to say whether or not she should know something, yeah. um, like that, that idea is just twisted, you know? And so like, it's almost right. like to the point of like a, a villain esque kind of thing where it's, it blurs the lines between, uh, hero and and uh, and villain in this situation to where if Eddie does end up if something does end up happening and Eddie does end up being a villain in some some way in the future Barry and Joe kind of created that you know and they yeah. they they have to own that 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 is their fault you know so hopefully that doesn't happen because I really like Eddie's character but you know if it does again it introduces a really interesting um, moral dilemma for for the heroes of this thing. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, okay, so uh, we we also kind of like dealt with the issue of not trusting, still not trusting Harrison. Yeah. Um, and and that's and I like I feel like he's going to he's going to figure it out. And something I wanted to bring up is um, uh, the next episode of the Flash. The uh, let's see here if I can pull it up. Next episode of the Flash is called "Who Is Harrison Wells?" Whoa. And and so, like, I feel like we're, you know, we're diving in head deep into this. Um, oh, man. Well, also, we had the conversation with the uh, the CEO, that other, the, the lady that, that we had talked to, uh, the tech mogul, I guess, that we had talked to earlier in the year. Um, I forget which episode she was on, but I remember Harrison threatening her pretty heavily. And uh, it was the, oh, it was the episode with the uh, particle, ex- or not the particle accelerator, what was it? The, uh, the device that the reverse flash stole. So the first right. time the reverse flash shows up, she was there. And so she has this relationship with Harrison and she had a relationship with Harrison whenever he was actually Harrison and then yeah. continued having a relationship with him after he was Eobard. And so like, that's really interesting that she well, said to Barry, he was a different person. Yeah. And, and I, I think that's just leading him down a road into figuring it out. And it looks like, uh, it looks like the, you know, from the, from the previews, they're going to go to, you know, Starling city and figure that out and like, and, and kind of somehow take advantage of, uh, of some resources there. So that, I mean, that'll be cool. It'll be cool to number one, see him in Starling city. Number two. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I feel like you kind of have to get away from Harrison Wells in order to figure out who he is. Like the Agreed. fact that they're, that they're, you know, like trying to tiptoe around him all the time and, and not say things. And now that they've brought, you know, Cisco and Caitlin into the picture, I think yeah. you know, it gets even harder to keep, keep things from him, especially whenever like everyone all of a sudden now is going to, um, have this kind of distrust of him. He he'll pick up on that for sure. Yeah, and it's like it, even to this point, like even um, at the uh, be, like the end of last episode, there was a moment because we were still dealing with it like last time, and then where uh, uh, whenever um, I think it was 
Barry introduced his father to Harrison Wells. Yeah. Um, and he introduced me, he said something about like, this is, you know, Harrison Wells. He introduced me in a really good way. And then he turned around and immediately like lost the smile on his face. But then there's the shot of Harrison after that, where it's like, it's, it's a, does he know? Does he not, you know, does he not know kind of thing? It's like, I it, feel like we got a lot of those this episode too. Yeah. And so I think that that's continuing where it's like, does Harrison know that, that Barry knows? And it's, it, it's like, you, you wonder, like, does it even matter to him? Because he still has this gambit that he still has to play. Like, he still yeah. has to continue this thing. He still yeah, has you're to right. somehow like, get there. Man. Yeah, even if even if he knows that Barry knows, he still <laughs> has to pretend that he doesn't know. Exactly. Like, because he can't mess up. In order to get back to the time period that he's trying to get back to, he has to keep Barry on the, on the, the same track. You know, he, right. it's not like he can confront him about right. it. Right. And it's not like, I mean, and honestly, like even if Barry does know he needs to almost delay whatever, you know, happens whenever Barry confronts him about it, he needs to delay that moment as long as he can. And so he's, that's insane. At this point, it's like his game is to just not accelerate that timeline. Even like that is if he knows. And so it's like, Harrison's not a stupid guy and Harrison isn't, you know, I mean, he's he's one big revelation away from killing people because we know that <laughs> right. from from whenever he killed Cisco in the past, like where where that whole thing didn't happen or whenever he erased that. Um, yeah. And it's it's interesting. That's a really weird thing, like where there's this residual uh, memory yeah. that so he has. I, I was going to bring that up, you know, so like I don't understand really what's happening there, because if the timelines truly did um, split off from each other. Then why is Cisco like remembering something that didn't happen in this timeline? And, and um, we 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 talked about the fact that like there aren't two berries uh, on that one day or whatever, right? Yeah, like so he it's like somehow, somehow they inside his own body, right? They merged back together somehow. Everybody kind of like merged back. Oh, into you think that, that's what you think? You think both timelines merged back together? They had to, otherwise, like because if there's two timelines that are running parallel with each other, I can't see how Cisco would have memories from the the parallel timeline does that make sense that's true yeah you yeah know? it makes total sense yeah I, for sure it it's just weird sense. the way that time you know kind of works in this show and it's not yeah. i don't really fully grasp it yet yeah and it's and we don't know if we don't know if the um <laughs> if time is is more linear and then it merges back or like if it's a loop or what exactly it is because then what happened whenever like we said what happened whenever um harrison or Eobard came back in time and just mm-hmm. was left there. It's like, how does, how does that happen and not screw up things? And if, if timelines actually merge, how does something like that happen? And it not just merge and erase this other timeline. I just, I like, it's really confusing. Yeah. Yeah, it is for sure. <laughs> time, Chris time. <laughs> um, I did want to do a throw out to the music this episode. This episode was hilariously awesome in the music. Whenever they integrated the flight of the bumblebees into the action themes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that well, was really good. Like, and, and there was actually some really good licensed music in, in this episode as well. A couple, That's couple right. really cool licensed songs. So like it was, it was a, it was good musically all around. Yeah, dude. I, uh, I, I'm not sure exactly like why this one was a little bit different. And honestly, like last episode with, uh, with, um, 
everything that went on, I didn't necessarily notice the music uh, standing out a bunch. I remember it being epic at times and like enhancing scenes and things, but I don't remember like they didn't use licensed music. They didn't, you know, they didn't integrate weird like uh, themes into it. So it's like you just like I wonder what's what was different about this episode and is this kind of the standard moving forward? Will we have more licensed stuff? Will we have uh, more uh, villain specific themes? Um, yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like that. I mean, I, I'm cool with all of that for sure, dude. Um, that's about all I had. Did you, did you have anything else? No, I think that's it. Do you, uh, what do you want to, what do you rate this? Uh, I will rate this a good solid four boots probably. Yeah. I'm going to do the same four boots, four boots, dude. Um, I do have some quotes. Do you want some quotes? Yeah. There was the, uh, there was the, where Caitlin says, is, is that a bird? And then Cisco says, is it a plane? And then uh, Felicity says, that's my boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, like, as soon as they started that, I'm like, I know, the, I know where this is going. Of course. And it's like, whenever Cisco says, is it a plane? He's so close. You can totally tell it's not a plane. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I do want to call out, like, I love the fact that Ray, you know, and Cisco kind of go together and, like, and they're naming, like, the fact that they can both name things pretty well. Because they're, uh, they're both kind of <laughs> cheesy and corny like that. But it was hilarious how they connected on that point. For sure. And I love, I love the moment where, uh, where, this is a quote, where... Uh, Cisco says, you come up with a name yet? And then um, Ray says, I'm kind of partial to the Adam. And then uh, then he says, are you married to that? And Cisco says, are you married to that? <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, it's really weird. Like I, the... The villain this week was kind of a throwaway villain. Uh, no, no, not a throwaway villain. Sorry, I was thinking about the guy with the laser eyes. Is that oh, right? That was, an, that was an arrow, and it was interesting, you know, like whenever Felicity was like, That's you know, trying right. to call him something, and she's like, I see now why uh, Cisco names these guys. That's right. Sorry. I, I, I did want to mention that that guy, it reminded me a lot of like Superman's laser eyes. And so that, <laughs> yeah. was, that was interesting to see. It's like, hey, let's, let's take this one power from Superman. And what's also interesting about that is that we have metahumans that are not generated from the um the particle accelerator blast well or it or it affected people further away than we thought that would be nuts like a worldwide uh metahuman thing you know yeah yeah insane uh all right so more quotes we have uh i already said is why is everyone in a bad mood i thought this was supposed to be the fun city um and then we have let me see we have two more um we have whenever Cisco gets stuck by the bee and dies, and uh, then <laughs> whenever he comes back, uh, Ray says, "Man, he's like, I've never had anybody take a bee for me." <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's really fun. Uh, and then this is the long quote, uh, and this was Iris and Eddie. Um, we have Iris who says, "I spoke to Barry last night. He was trying to help me understand why you've been so off lately. Why you might be having trouble connecting with me." And then uh, Eddie says, he did? What did he say? And she says, it was a good explanation. Totally valid. But the truth is that it doesn't matter. When you love someone, you tell them everything. So if you truly love me, you'll tell me what's going on or, and he says, or what? And she says, you know what? And then walks off. And Barry kind of saw the whole thing go down. And so it's like, well, he obviously he didn't see knows the whole thing go down. Work. He just, he walked in on her walking out. That's right. And so he knew that it, whatever he had done, whatever efforts he had put in didn't really work. And, and again, we, we posited that why would he really care or does he really care? You know, it's like yeah. he sees his friends in pain. So that matters. But it's like, does, does he have an ulterior motive to where he right. wants them to break up? 
Yeah. I mean, I see it from her side, but then I also see it from, like, I I mean, I do kind of see where, like, okay, if he really is doing this to protect her, you know, like, or everyone's telling him he ha- he needs to do this, you know, keep her in the dark to protect her, then he is not telling her this because he loves her. You know, it's not where, so she's trying, she is kind of getting that wrong, and I wish he would just kind of say that with the, just being like, hey, I'm a cop, I can't tell you some things, like, I'm sorry, I just can't. Right. And, and it, it's, it's for your own protection, and it's not because I don't love you, it's actually because I do love you that I'm not telling you. Right. And, and I do and I do see her side like where it's like it's an overreaction. She's definitely overreacting in this in this sense where it's like it's it's just it takes this uh, this baseline like dishonesty that she's that she's sensing from him and this this uh, separation. And then yeah. she takes that and then just kind of kind of has uh, has basically rested their entire relationship on this one thing um, right. where, you know, true relationships are built on more than one thing. And, and, and honesty is one of those things. And, uh, and secret keeping is not a good thing. Um, and, but it's like, on the other hand, it's like, that is, you know, to rest an entire, uh, an entire relationship on one thing yeah. that, that is a bit of an overreaction on this side. Yeah, for sure. That's about it, dude. Cool. Awesome. Well, uh, if you want to check out um, uh, more of The Atom, you should check out Arrow. Um, it comes on on television on Wednesdays on The CW. You can yeah. also check out Arrow on Target. It's our podcast about Arrow, and uh, we talk about that over there. Um, you can check us out online at stayontargetpodcast.com, uh, on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And JohnWright777. And at StayOnTargetPod. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Flash Flash on on Target. target.